Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Bingley have been bringing you the best brands and best advice since 1957. Ready for some of the best deals too? Check out the AFL Record Digital Edition now for Bingley's exclusive online deals. Available at sen.com.au and on the SEN app. Shut Anyway, in the meantime, we go to Maddie Johns with thanks to Four Pines Brewing Co filled with real characters. Uh, hi, Matthew. Spud and Joel, how are you, boys? Good, man. Well, we have to be good. We're outstanding. We'll get better because it was a massive win. Uh, did you see that coming at all, Matty? No, I did not. Not to that extent, Joel. I mean, we spoke about it last week. There was, I mean, in theory, uh, there was a lot of points in this football side, and if they fulfilled their potential, they were going to rattle up a number of points, but 50 to 6, no way. You know, Queensland usually, even when things... Um, going all our way. Usually something happens with Queensland where they stem the tide and start to counterpunch. And we saw a glimpse of that when they scored to make a 20-6 to six and they had a, a you know five or six-minute period where they looked like they were going to counterpunch on us. But then I think it must have been an error um, that really burst their balloon. And uh, from there, we just ran through them. It was, it was, you know, all the things we spoke about come to fruition. Um, firstly, the fact that you know, the move to Townsville was a, a godsend for us. People screaming blue murder are disadvantaged to us because, you know, the home ground advantage and the exertion of pressure on the referees. But the bottom line is it was fast and it was hard and it was dry, which allowed us to play our natural game, push the ball around the park, get the ball to Latrell and Tom nice and early, play around them early, then play, them through, play through them later in the game. This time last week, Matty, we had the discussion, well, I'll pose a question, is this the best back five that we've ever presented for New South Wales? That very first set, there's two carries from Teddy, there's two carries from Turbo, the Latrell influence, the yep. you know Fox and To'o. I tell you what, it's it's got to be right up there, doesn't it, Matty? It, it, absolutely. I can't think, put it this way, I, I was trying to rack my brain last night. In New South Wales origin history, I mean, I don't want to go back so much to the, to the time, you know, pre-origin because, you know, the because there was the Steve Rogers at his peak and things like that. But um, State of Origin era, we have never had a more lethal centre partnership mm. than Latrell Mitchell and Tom Trevojevic. Mm. And what I loved last night, with, there's an old principle of, of attack, and we used to get taught it at Newcastle. It was, it's called shot-shot. And what that is, is if you push the ball to, the, to an edge of the field and, and the centre penetrates at one edge, then... What you need to do immediately is get the ball as quick as you can, no fuss, to the other centre and the other edge. You know, because when that centre penetrates, what it does, they attract defenders and they shorten the defence line. What we see in this structured era 
as teams resetting the middle of the field and yeah. then trying to set up one of their structured pieces where the natural style of Cleary and Luai is shot-shot. And there were a couple of times last night which which was a sequence that eventually led to our first try. Um, Latrell penetrates up the left edge, attracts defenders, uh, dents the line back, shortens the defence line, and it goes long past Luai, long past Cleary. Nathan looks for the long pass to Tom, shows and goes through, and then we get him on the next play. And there was a, and a beauty later on where it was the fifth try of the game and Latrell scored. Second half, the boys sort of, the ball gets advanced sideways to, to Foxy. He sort of dodges around, attracts defenders, makes a little bit of space and room and yardage. Straight away, it goes Cleary, long pass Luai, long pass out to uh, Teddy, who picks up uh, uh, Latrell back on the inside and they score. And that's, that's an old principle of football. We saw it had nothing to do with blocks. It had nothing to do with structure. It was all based on principles and how they wanted to play. And as I said before, we had the theory down pat of how we wanted to play, but the conditions and the fact we won the, won the yardage battle allowed us to play that way. Spudley, you say right. I, I don't recall in my time ever where I've seen centres combine for one another for so many tries. I mean, even one of Tommy Turbo's tries on the right, yep. it was after the Latrell break. It was going back to the old days, the inside and outside mm. centre. Yeah, it was certainly it? was. But, I, Matty, I just think um, you know, we had the best. It looks great on paper, the, the outside backs, but it depends on the forwards. And they, I reckon yep. they, they, they dominated as a, as a pack. Like they, It was a yep. pack men, mentality. And uh, I just love what I saw of um, it brought the best out of Nathan Cleary, all of his performance. Mm. Um, he didn't overshow his hand. He just he gave great service to his outside backs. But, mate, he showed toughness. Like, that cut up yep. under his uh, right cheek. Um, he could have gone off and got stitched straight away, but stayed on as long as he could. And, and Spuddy's from a footballing family, so he knows that those bumps and those and the stitches and all that sort of stuff that's come with the territory, and it, it ne- never bothered him whatsoever. You know, Spud, it was... You're, you're right, so right about the forwards, us winning that yardage battle. To'o got the... He got the sets rolling straight away. Mm. And what that allowed us to do, it allowed us to play with a bit of subtlety with our, with our yardage game. Queensland, you know, they, Queensland would run into a brick wall all night. We didn't have to. When you've got Isaiah Yeo and you've got Jake, you can do a little bit of passing, you can play with a little bit of finesse and you go forward and avoid that physicality and, and, and heavy contact when you've got the football. And the two examples I, I, I speak about, I spoke about this morning to a bloke when I said about the difference between playing tough and playing smart it, the, the opening set of the game, they kick off to us, Teddy gets the football and Queensland pour down they try to impose their physicality on us straight away, what we do Tom Travojevic goes from dummy half, sort of half penetrates, Teddy goes half penetrates, Tom goes again and punches through, suddenly immediately, we're not given them that physicality, you know, in fact they're racing up and they're missing and that got us on the front foot. That just shows that that shows how the tactically how smart we were. You compare that to the second half. We kick off to to uh, Queensland. And Queensland get the ball. One out. One out. One out. You know, and they look. They would run into a brick wall all night. But the bottom line is, um, if they you know if they want to keep running at us, we'll just keep tackling them. And um, that's I mean they played tough. We played smart. Yeah, Maddie Warren Buffett, the famous investor, very, very rarely sells his shares. But if he sells them, you want to be off. I tell you what, in rugby league, Wayne Bennett, he's become one of the great unsubscribers. If he unsubscribes from anything, jump off. What do you reckon? Oh, man. 
Aren't you right there, Joel? Mm. Um, it's funny when Greeny took the job. I remember thinking to myself, "Man, you got this is big boots to fill." Because I, I sort of look at it sometimes, and you know what what Wayne gives a side is almost the the invisible. He just gives them that self belief collectively and individually. <laughs> they, he knows what to say to a team. He knows what to say to an individual to bring out the best. And it's really funny having a look through the history of Queensland's state of origin. What has always brought the best out in Queensland is the man management inspiring style coach as opposed to the technical coach, if you know what I mean. Yep. And so I, I don't know. They're going to need to have some changes. I don't know exactly which ones will be which. I actually thought last night in a pack that was getting uh, getting beaten really badly and he played very little football of late, I thought Harry Grant was their best yeah. player. I thought it without a doubt. Mm. Um, DCE, um, I thought he missed Tom Trevojevic last night. <laughs> you know, so it's... Uh, <laughs> But mate, you know it's and Munster was underdone. Yep. Uh, they'd had a lot of injuries going into the game, uh, a lot of disruptions. They're going to be better in game two, but I just can't see them pulling back that sort of loss. No, I just think uh, those plays you send um, Grant. Yeah, Lazarus he was underdone. He did really well in the first twenty minutes. Just ran out of gas. But um, is there a way back for Queensland? What 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 can they do to change it up? There's not really players. Not many players knocking on the door saying, "Let me in." No, there's not. Look, I, th- I think uh, Kalen is essential for Queensland. Um, he gives them just that little bit of strike. Um, when you got when you got Kalen and you got Munster, in theory, that should worry any defence. Um, like, there's no doubt. Like Munster's Munster's going to be a lot, lot better. I mean, he he wasn't a hundred. He wasn't, in my opinion, near a hundred percent fit. Who was down on game fitness? You know, he's going to be a lot better. If Ponga comes back, he gives them a lot more strike. But again, they've just got to be smarter with their yardage game. You know, if if they just want to keep running one out, we're just going to keep knocking them over, and there's going to be no space for Munster and Ponga. Yeah, Munster and Ponga, uh, Munster and Grant with a couple of uh, more runs under their belt. You have got Ponga coming back. You've got uh, Christian Welsh who missed most of that game. Suncorp yep. Stadium, so it's far from dead this particular series. Now, what about this for a scenario? And it won't be the case because injury suspension will work all this out for Freddie, but. Assuming that the Origin is Origin 2 on the eve of that and the teams, everyone's healthy, everyone's ready to go, Angus Crichton's now got a couple of games under his belt. Now, he was arguably the best back rower in the competition before he went down. Does he, does he wait, make his way back into the side, Matty? Well, boys, this is, this is the drama, is that, as we know, back, back when clubs had lots of depth, um, players... Um, whether they're encouraged or not, needled up to play. Because what happens is, if you give a bloke your jersey for a weekend, you might never get it back. Yeah, get it back. And this, this, is the, this is the situation, is that if this side remains fit and healthy, mate, no one gets in. No. This, they, they, they just can't change it. Yeah, Tarek seems that. He had one of these yeah, great well, games in his bud. No, I, I had question marks on Tarek. Um, yeah, for his uh, form, he, st- he stood out a couple of times with the Dragons. They've been playing quite ordinary, but he took his chance. As you said, he um, he just he gritted his teeth, his um, passing skill, but he showed his toughness, and he was yep. a standout for me in the forwards. I think, um, yeah, well done to him. Hey, Matty, a couple yeah, of questions yeah, for really the listeners good. here. A question yeah. for Matty. Would you play Tommy T tomorrow? It's a big game because you've got the Cowboys take on Manly. Winner walks uh, away uh, from round 14 in sixth position. I... I this is the most difficult one over the weekend because Manly are after a little bit of traction. Uh, I tell you what, I'd be I'd be tempted to just put him on the bench mm. and see what the game produced. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those. It might, this is the this is the toughest one over the weekend for a coach because you know with hamstring injuries, if you if you overplay and particularly how explosive Tom was last night, if you ask him to do that the same again, that can be problematic. So, oh, mate, I tell you, if I, I'm Des, I'm, I'm I I'd take the risk and be tempted to to uh, rest him. I'm with you. Uh, my mail, by the way, Matty, is that he is less than zero chance. Of playing yeah, Tommy right. T, I, I can't imagine him playing at all. Kyle I think, and, and I think probably with Wayne as I, I think Wayne will look at this weekend. Newcastle have been struggling, yeah. and you know Wayne will probably look and say, "I can Murray got a head knock." Latrell, do I play the long game with Latrell? Yeah, give him a, a week off. You know, I, I I don't know exactly what he what he'll do, but it wouldn't surprise me either. No, I totally agree with that. Uh, here's one for you, Maddie, personal one. Uh, Maddie, how proud were you to have a son play for the Knights? Yeah, it was very, very. Uh, I was really, I was, I was really proud. Actually, it was what gave me a lot of joy. He got a little stint two minutes before half time, two or three minutes. He had that little stint, and mate, the crowd gave him a big reception, which was nice. I wasn't at the game. Trish was there. She said like it was really, really nice for the crowd. And then you know, I spoke to him after the game, and he said, "Oh, mate, it was embarrassing getting beat the way we got beat." And I said, "Mate, you got on the field with 25 to go, and it's 26 nil. Forgive me, I'm not doubting you, <laughs> yeah. but I never thought yeah. you'd spark that sort of comeback." <laughs> so there's, I told him a story. I remember, boys, years ago. Do you remember that player? Uh, there was a bloke called Johnny Allenson. Played at the Knights. Played Country Origin, but he was playing at the Knights. And anyway, I remember one day we. We was just sitting there, we were watching the reserve grade game and it was at Shark Park, it was a bludger of a day like it is today. And Johnny's sitting on the bench and Newcastle are getting beat 36-12 by, <laughs> um, by the Sharkies yeah. in freezing cold Shark Park or Coltex Field, mm-hmm. it used to be called yeah. there. Anyway, the message comes down in the reserve grade from Mick. Mick Pittman's on the, on the side and he turns around and says, uh, Johnny, you're on. And Johnny goes, no, nah, not going on, <laughs> He goes, Johnny, Johnny. Mate, Whitey's just sent out the message, you're on. He said, no, mate, I'm not going on. He said, what's the matter with you? He said, Pity, the Titanic has sunk. There's no need for me to go down with it. <laughs> he doesn't want to be an accomplice to it. Uh, one final one, Matty, before you go. Uh, Matty, do you think the Sharks can sneak into the top eight? Moylan and Johnson suit the new rules and looking slick. I'm hearing Fergo going to the Shire. Cheers, Clint from Cronulla. Yeah, I think they can. They, they they're a bit like, um, you know, they're like Manly. They just need a little bit of traction. You know, and the Tigers, mate. These sides, they're typical of a tide. Somewhere, somewhere soon, they need to grab four in a row, and then they can really get going. But I, I agree with you. I, I like the combination of Moyle and Johnson if they can stay fit. Maddie, thank you very much. Uh, tomorrow it's Morning Glory kicking off from nine o'clock. Uh, how's the show building up? It's going good. We've got uh, we've got Webby in, of course, as we have every week, and we've got Brandy, the Blues assistant coach. So he'll give us some good insights there. And what about tonight, Matty John's uh, the Late Show? Ah, uh, tonight um, we have lot, got lots of good stuff. Uh, the Flesh and Mind interview, uh, Kevin Walters. Yes. And believe it or not, Tommy Berry's in the crowd. Oh. And I said, "What's it for?" And they said, "No, he just likes to show it, so he's going to bring his uh, partner along." Beautiful. So, there you go. There nice. you go. There Incredible. You go. Thank you. Thanks, Tommy, for your low standards, mate. <laughs> yes. By the way, too, Matty, we, uh, we have got KO as a sponsor of the show. And as part of the freebies on KO, for those who want to try out KO, you get uh, Matty John's uh, face-to-face uh, and all the Matty John's shows there as well. So, mate, we appreciate your time. And we'll be tuning in tomorrow. Uh, Spud. Joel, good on you, boys. There he is, the great Matty Johns, uh, one of the sharpest minds, if not the sharpest mm. mind in rugby league. Matty Johns with thanks to Four Pines Brewing Co. Filled with real characters. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.